Hello, legends, and welcome back to the show. Catching Up With Cub is a podcast for entrepreneurs and business owners, ensuring that you have the knowledge and the entertainment needed to kick ass in today's business world. Today, we're going to be catching up with Cub member Aileen Allegato, a clinical psychologist with a degree. Uh, sorry, I'm going to read this because the words are far too big for me to remember. With a degree in neuroscience, a first class honors and doctorate in psychology and uh, Dr. Aileen has completed a thesis in neuropsychology. Aileen um, studied for a grand total of just under 10 years, where after of which she became an instant entrepreneur, opening up her own psychology clinic. Uh, she's now the CEO of Mindset Psychology. Uh, we're very proud to have her as a member of ours, and we had a brilliant conversation talking all things psychology, the psychology of leadership, um, stress management, and anything relevant um, to the current situation we're all in. I hope you all enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Thank you. All right, all right, everybody, welcome to the show and welcome to the most incredible, one of the most incredible psychologists and business owners that I know and someone we're very lucky to have as a member of CUB, Dr. Aileen Allegato, clinical psychologist. Yay, so she- happy to be here. Oh, I'm very excited to have you here. And before we kick off, mm-hmm. how good is being a CUB member? It's amazing. It's <laughs> one of the best things I've ever done. Really? Yeah. What have you loved most about it? Well, I actually like the fact that it's such a family and it's so good with community and making you feel the culture the, the family culture, culture the family the being connected mm. and in the work that I do it's very tough yes tough I, being a key word for today it's tough times at the moment it is and and obviously as a clinical psychologist you 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 specialize in in um high powered people high performing people mm. and what's the word on the street at the moment obviously i know many business owners are struggling with uh, a lot of stress and and a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, as you know, this has happened pretty much overnight in terms of people having a lot of uncertainty in their businesses Mm -hmm. and in in their work life and having to navigate through that at difficult times, not really knowing, looking at each other for answers. And I think everybody forgets um, about the business owners. Right, there's two wars going on at the moment. There's this health war, which is 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 devastatingly affecting our elder elderly population and our ill. Mm. But then there's this economic war, and the business owners are at, on the front lines, fighting mm. to keep their their uh, their businesses alive and their teams employed. Mm. And that uh, that type of responsibility comes with an immense amount of pressure. Which which I, I mean, I feel that people aren't highlighting that enough. No. There's a lot of highlighting of people losing their jobs and things like that, which is terrible. And business owners are fighting to keep people empl- to keep people employed because they want the thing. But I think there needs to be more more acknowledgement of the stress and the pressure that the business leader is actually going through. Absolutely, and it's also the pressure that they have to support the families of their employees yes. and yes. the and the guilt that that they have to carry yes. not just for the loss of income for themselves but for other people that they have trusted employed they appreciate and now they're having to go and possibly tell them some bad news yes exactly that's that i actually think it's more so 
the, the guilt of it, it's it's got less to do with their own income mm. and it's more to do with their team who, who obviously they they care very deeply for and and there's many ways that um have you got a team? Have you got a team at your at your clinic that you've been working closely with for many years? I have, but my team is lean, so they? they're all contractors. Team is lean. Everyone's team, team is, is going to be lean after it's last lean, week. <laughs> so I try to actually, Excellent. you know, basically have remote access for my team and my staff. And do you think it's healthy for business owners? I mean, at Team Cub, we're practically all best friends. We we literally do everything together. We're, we're very very close. Um, do you think that's healthy for business owners to do, or do you like you hear all these things? They don't be friends with the team, with, with staff. At Cub, we've basically threw that rule out of the <laughs> threw that rule in the bin. We're, yeah. we're all very close. What, what do you think? It, my industry is very different, right? Because at the end of the day, I'm in and out with the clients, and so they're pretty much my socialization. Yes. All day, every day. And when you have other psychologists in the practice, it's the same as well. They're in and out with their clients. So it's a different dynamic because it's not your traditional workplace. Yeah. And that's why I joined Cub because then I wanted that family. To connect more. To connect more, to talk about ideas, how your day was, and to be around like-minded individuals. And that human need for connection, right, that's probably the most primal need other than survival. And I think it's because humans evolved to know that we survive better together. Oh, absolutely. It's a, pri- it's a primal survival response to yeah. be connected. Yeah. It's kind of like when shit hits the fan or when you're feeling the worst, where do you go? You normally go to your family or you retreat to go loved home. ones. Or go home. Yes, yes, go home. Yes. And at the moment people are getting sent home and stuck home. <laughs> and it's something that like most people don't realise that I think when we don't get an option, yes. it becomes something that we look at. It's like the grass is always greener on the other side. Wouldn't it be nice to have the flexibility of working from home? And that's fantastic because that's already happening for some people. Mm. But you remove that option of you have to now just work at home for a period of time. Mm-hmm. People feel trapped. And how can how can business owners, I guess, on two two levels – there's the business owner who is feeling alone during this period and, and lost, mm-hmm. um, and fearful that they're going to lose their, their business, they're fighting mm-hmm. for their business, but also they've got to be taking care of the team and making sure the team, while they're not at work, mm-hmm. they're, uh, or they may not be at work, they may be working from home, that they're able to, to maintain that connection with the team and, and sanity. So I guess how do you, what, do, what are your recommendations on someone working at home? How, how, how could people work from home and be most effective? Having a structure yep. is going to be your best bet in terms of making sure that you get up and shower and get changed in your work clothes, get out of your pyjamas, have a dedicated Yeah, put on your work, work clothes. Put on your work clothes yeah, I as agree with if that. you're going to the office. I agree with that. Because that changes your mindset immediately and the space that you're in, making sure that it's not cluttered with laundry mm. and cups of tea. And, again, if you were hosting a business meeting in the office, you're not going to have – Yes, that's a great laundry way to put baskets it. everywhere and toys everywhere. Yeah, so and have a dedicated sure, workspace. Making sure you've got a dedicated workspace. Would you recommend that uh, every team has a daily structure? So, guys, if we're working, we're working from home today. This is the structure of the day. Or, or f- for example, at Cub, we've implemented 
for our membership team, a complete daily structure. We know what we're doing each hour of each day um, and I, and we find that that works best for us. Um, do you recommend that to everyone or a bit of leniency? Because I know a lot of the members also have a lot of uh, – are very lenient with, yeah, just as long as you get the job done, we kind of do whatever. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's, it's different for different people in terms of what motivates and energises them, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to be flexible to give enough of a structure that – you don't end up just mulling along mm. and, and wasting the day and being unproductive. Yeah. But you also want that accountability and engagement and connection. Yeah. So and often a routine creates that. Yeah. Where there's agreed goals, where there are set timelines or deadlines, check-in times, you know, even even to the point that each scheduled meetings. Scheduled meetings, meetings or even if you say, okay, we'll go and do what you need to do and let's all meet up for lunch. Yeah. And then that could be yeah. the, the gathering. The gathering, yes. Because this could do one of two things, this, this situation. Mm-hmm. It could either make working from home forever or it could completely tear it to pieces. And I actually think it's going to be the second one. I don't think working from home is going to be – I mean, I know a lot of people saying, oh, the future, work from home, it's great, it's flexible. And there are situations where that is better and, and so on and so on. But – it is under. It's my opinion that no one is more is works more productively. I'm talking to some girlfriends at the moment, some friends and whatnot, mm-hmm. who been saying, "Oh yeah, we get to work from home. I get to wake up late and I get to do this." And I reckon that's 90% of people work from home. They're like, "Oh yeah, I can sleep in till whenever I want, do whatever." I think people need the office, and it's not the office that they need. I think it's the community that they need. I reckon our team loves coming in and just being together. No. Absolutely. I think it's it's about being able to have a dedicated space where you can access. It's like everything you kind of want to, if you were a musician, you want to go to the studio yeah. and write songs and record songs and that's probably where you're going to be the most creative yeah. because your mind is already switched on and geared towards that. And it's like having boundaries. When you're at home, which part of your brain are we trying to access are we trying to access the making sure the cooking and the cleaning is done or are we actually accessing the I'm going to go and create a pitch and come up with brilliant ideas yeah so that's kind of where having places to go to spaces dedicated spaces and places because your mind starts to associate yeah those places so you can to those activities. So we could train the brain to actually be in the office, in the home. Yes. And having a dedicated area, having no distractions, being clean, dressing in the right uniform, having the daily schedule as if you've got meetings set throughout the day. You have your meetings set throughout the day, whether they be Zoom or whether they just be commitments, mm-hmm. um, um, is probably a good start for most people. Yeah, and then the same, same as, um, you know, a lot of the progressive – uh, workplaces like Google or Apple where they have introduced um, pods for resting yep. where the dim, the lights are dim and it's more purposeful towards Make sure mindfulness, you Make sure you mindfulness and meditation. And so what they're trying to recreate there is more of a quiet space yep. to get out from the work crazy mindset and to be able to recharge and rejuvenate. And, and are they proven to be useful, those spaces? those When used correctly, they are. Yeah. yeah. I would 
definitely not use that correctly. That's and that's the problem. <laughs> I reckon most people don't use them correctly. You'll just never get out of the pod. No, stay in the pod all day. <laughs> <laughs> but on the topic of being alone, now you mentioned it to me before we started talk, before we got on the podcast. Some of the greatest minds, yes, that have ever lived, walked, breathed on this mm-hmm. planet Earth, mm-hmm. have come up with some of the best shit. Yes. <laughs> on their own, yes. hidden in their rooms. Yes. For years. Yes. Philosophers, anybody that you think are geniuses has at some point in time developed their ideas on their own and by themselves. And through that, there's a lot of personal reflection, there's a lot of introspection mm-hmm. and looking at the world in a different way in the absence of the craziness and the busyness of the world around us. So I read um, an article once mm-hmm. that was saying that uh, boys, men, it was talking about teenage boys, this article, but men pref- are actually more inclined to be alone mm-hmm. where women love the community aspect more. Mm-hmm. Is that, do you think this, it, it, first of all, is that, is that true? That's that's true in some ways because men don't need communication as much as women, as women do. So as women, we naturally already have more words per day that we would like to use. Yeah, I use about three. <laughs> so by then, um, you know, that sense of being by yourself and you're in your own thoughts, you don't need to say much or say more. Yes. Whereas women need to have that banter, that chat, that contact, that connection. That connection. Yes. And so sh- that should be taken into consideration in times like this. Yeah, it's all relative, right? Like yeah. it's it's seen as women are traditionally more emotional, emotional being they're a lot more expressive because they have a lot to say. Yeah. They would like to have their feelings known, be around people. And so naturally because women are caregivers, mm-hmm. you know, from a maternal perspective, mm-hmm. then naturally that happens anyway. Yes. And men are, let's say, breadwinners, so they have to go away traditionally go 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 hunting for periods of time and so that kind of evolutionary has worked yeah it's built into us and so that's something that everyone should be aware of then Mm. and kind of take into consideration in times like this when working alone make sure that you give the dudes a call to make sure they're not asleep (laughs) and make sure we're in constant communication uh, with the entire team to make sure everyone feels connected yeah. Um, and, and feels that they're heard throughout the yeah. day. Give, give yourself give yourself time to be together, mm-hmm. so be connected, but also autonomous time to be alone and have the me time. And that's different for different people. You know, that that joke of a marriage would work if you gave your husband a man cave. You know, always. Is that works. true or not? Well, uh, there's a lot of people that I know that, that, um, works for. that it works for, yeah. yeah. Mm. And um, back to... The brain. Mm-hmm. What is, what what should we know in preparation for the next, for stress? We need to learn how to deal with stress, right? This, I don't care what anyone says, it is going to be an incredibly stressful four to six months, mm-hmm. or potentially longer, right? People's lives has, have been devastated and we've never seen anything like this happen mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So understanding stress, what causes it mm-hmm. and what's the reaction to the body of it and mm-hmm. how to... I guess, prevent it mm-hmm. and reduce it mm-hmm. would be a key piece of knowledge 
for everybody. Um, so why don't we dive into that? Let's get into it. Please. So the thing that you need to learn about, the only thing that you need to learn about the mind is that it's very resilient. Mm-hmm. It changes, it adapts, and we are practically the directors of our minds, but often we just don't know which direction to direct it towards. So learning that anything in terms of stress and coping can be overcome by creating ideas that are going to be beneficial and useful rather than creating feelings of fear and panic. Mm -hmm. We have a natural... So focusing on the good things. Focusing on the good things. I spoke to a member. So we did a team day. Um, So a member, Janesh, Mm -hmm. uh, owns an incredible company called uh, The Summit Park. It's like a, a, a an obstacle course park where teams go to to bond and mm. overcome obstacles and all that type of Sounds stuff. Sounds like fun. Oh, it's the coolest company. It's one of the coolest <laughs> companies we have in the club. Anyway, he did this whole thing with 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 us here at Cap, and he was uh, teaching us about state of mind and your state and how to you can actually control your state. And I wrote it down just here because I forget. And um, from what he said was, you can control your state by in three by doing three things. Focusing on something. So whatever you focus on, your language, so what you say. What you say. And I believe it was body language. Was was it body language, Laura? What you do. Your, how you hold yourself. Mm-hmm. And by doing those three things, you're actually able to control your mm-hmm. state, so to keep yourself in a positive mm-hmm. state. And as a business leader, you need to be in a positive state because if you're not, when you're in a crisis mode and everyone sees it, mm-hmm. everyone's in a crisis mode. Absolutely. And if you just think about this like you're in a quicksand, mm. going down, not a very good situation in general, but the more you're flailing, thinking that you're doing something to get out of the quicksand, the quicker you're actually getting sucked in. Yeah. And that's the same for the mind in the state yeah, of stress. In a state slow, of stress, yeah. we are able to think more clearly and we are able to get ourselves out of a stressful situation much more effectively if we are calmer. Yeah, we seems, slow down. Yeah, seems we, quite paradoxical, isn't it? But I, 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 I fully agree because last week we finished our week and we had a huge one, as the whole world did. We spent all of last week digi- digitalizing everything, doing planning this, mm. right, or things like this as well. And one of the mistakes we said we made as a team was we were working so fast, we thought we were being selfish and we're on a wall, bam, 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 bam. And then we're like, shit, we made a couple decisions that weren't bad decisions, mm. but they weren't the best decision. And mm. we knew what the best decision was by the end of the week, but because we jumped on it too fast, we're all so excited, we're all panicking. Not panicked, it's just, you know, when you talk fast, you speak loud, you're it, bang, moving bang, bang. fast. And that's yeah. the physical stuff that you were talking about. Yeah. So there's something as well too in terms of, we're talking about calming your mind, but even more so, physically slowing down helps send that signal that, hey, yeah. you're all okay. Walk slower, mm. talk slower, mm. take a deep breath. Don't action that decision right now. Because Eat your, lunch first. Yeah, yeah. Your, your body Sleep actually well. responds to what you're doing and your, your brain registers all of that. Mm-hmm. As well. So you can almost, well, not almost, you can override the sensation of panic. That panic, uh, what's it, flight or fight? Flight or flight. Instinct. Instinct by literally slowing down and stopping and taking a few deep breaths, 
looking at the tree outside and looking at what the cloud formations are like, it seems seems the, simple but very this effective. Might, this might sound stupid, but I can tell you now, the one thing that slows me down and probably a lot of people more than anything is eating. If I eat, I get so tired after. It'll take like an hour break, two hour break. It might even be good before you make a big decision. I'm going to have a Big Mac. Yeah. <laughs> Digest a bit. Let your energy level go to your stomach. <laughs> and, and and you're happier, right? You're happier yeah. after that. Well, and, and also you didn't – it just – your perhaps your energy and your blood flow and your oxygen levels aren't hitting your brain's panic button so much. They're actually going to your stomach. Well, right. if you think about it, a fight-or-flight response, when people are anxious, everything in your body shuts down because it, it thinks that it needs to get ready for – what fighting for, for action? Fight? Yeah, so you know when you get really anxious. Is that what happens? Speak. Your body, so the blood or the yeah, it just goes to the big muscle group. So you're getting ready to run. Digestively, you're not hungry. It yeah. will shut down. If anything, you have the urge not, to not on delivery to pee, or you would like to go to the toilet or feel sick, vomit. The whole idea is that your body is emptying anything and shutting down Is that down why that parts. happens? Is that yes. why when people get nervous, they yes. vomit? Yes. Like you hear boxes before they go out, they sometimes will go vomit. Because you need to be lighter. You need no. to be agile. That's you genius. Need to the be... body knows everything. Yes. Have you ever seen the um, the the cheetah running away or catching its its prey and in, in the process it goes peeing, to the toilet. goes to the toilet. I did that. <laughs> I, I didn't do that. that. <laughs> I experienced that. <laughs> no, I experienced it once when I was in Sweden. Yeah. We were doing the dog sledding and the dogs were running and like shooting at the same time. I was like, that is a quality, quality like talent. But that's, that's how amazing our body is. Our body yeah. will do what it needs to do and that's why we need to trust it more. Yeah. And it's all these other things that we do that overrides that. But if we just intuitively know, okay, is this a real panic? What are the things I can control and what are the things that I can't? And making sure that you know the difference. Mm. And what would you say would be the best way to keep the your, your team – as a business owner, as the leader, to keep your team calm, mm-hmm. confident, and mm-hmm. happy. So, in I won't say I'll ask your experience first, because mm-hmm. because I, I know what mine I know what I'm going to say, but I'd love to hear mm-hmm. I would love to hear your thoughts first. Well, motivate through encouragement and positive messages. Mm-hmm. People often get motivated these days by criticism, by fear. It gets people moving, you know. It's kind of like you want to be the best and it's like tough love. But more and more research have shown in psychology that being a com- being a compassionate leader, even though sometimes that can be mistaken as a weakness, but it's not. Being a compassionate leader means that you tap into people's authentic self and they give you more Mm. you actually get more Mm. they don't just do the bare minimum i would love to dive into that so there's two sides to leadership there's management Mm -hmm. which is i would that compassion that that uh, understanding and empathy and then there's what i guess you'd call it maybe the ceo or that that Mm. fucking push forwards everyone move forwards keep Mm. we're going to war Mm. We're doing this. Yeah. And that's two different – is that two different mindsets, two different skills? 
Yeah, well, you'll probably have somebody who is very intelligent, and we know this, the people that are really smart and really intelligent or might have the best product are not necessarily the most successful or they're not the richest. Mm. It's the ones that have got that balance between intelligence or creativity and an emotional intelligence, which is people, people Uh, skills. Yes, but sometimes they can be used negatively. For example, you look at a lot of the greatest leaders of all time, like Steve Jobs, Mm. right? Would you say he's emotionally intelligent? Fuck yes. That guy knew how to – he looked at a computer and somehow saw a, an emotion and knew how to communicate that mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. To, to, to people mm-hmm. to make them fall in love, think computers are, be- mm-hmm. are beautiful. Mm-hmm. But he was a piece of shit to, his, to a lot of his team and staff. So I guess there's no exact right leadership style but, but perhaps – when you're so confident in what you're doing and you are the best at it and people can see that, even if, and I'm not saying anyone should be neglecting team and things like that. I can tell you now at Cub, we are the happiest team probably Mm. in Australia. But we are very hard on each other as well Mm. and we have a very competitive culture. Mm. We've got a very tough culture. Mm. We're not a very like, oh, yeah, we'll sit around and wait for you. We're kind of like, nah, man, if you don't catch up, we're fucking, we're still going. Mm. So, um, So not all leaders I like that, right? A lot of leaders are scumbags <laughs> to their team. Well, they they get they get to the top not being soft, right? Yeah. And then so there's that little bit of edge mm. that they're prepared to do something that other people weren't. Yes. They're not necessarily it's not necessarily important to them, for example, to be liked by everyone. Now that's a tough one because one core human need is to be connected as we talked about in the beginning and so being connected also means I'm worried or concerned about what people think of me and that's innate in all of us and so that's hard then because as a leader everybody wants the praise everyone wants to be seen as being good but sometimes you just have to make the difficult decision to draw a line and even so what is the psychology of a leader? What makes someone a leader? I'm talking the brain, the mind, mm. you lift the skull, I mean the brain, what's in there that makes someone, that makes people say, hey, I want to follow that uh, girl or guy? Well, it's probably their, their capabilities or their talent. Yeah. They, so they're the best? They, 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 can they do have that? got something that other people don't mm-hmm. have. And there's also that relatability in terms of knowing or understanding other people. Because that's actually a skill itself. Yeah, controlling people. Controlling people, yeah. influencing people. Influence, yeah. influencing, not controlling. People. It's probably <laughs> influencing people, being able to motivate and get people to do something that you want them to do. Yeah, because I, I said to the team, well, as a team, we we're discussing this because obviously we talk about leaders all the time. We're surrounded by some of the greatest entrepreneurial leaders in the country mm-hmm. on a daily basis, and we we're talking about leadership. Who do people follow? And we thought, and tell me if this is if there's science behind what this is my statement, but people follow whoever they're best off with. If I'm better off with that guy and I believe that that guy is where I'm better off, mm-hmm. I'm going to live better, I'm going to have more cash, mm-hmm. I'm going to have more fun, mm-hmm. I'm safer, this guy's going to protect me or girl's mm-hmm. obviously going to mm-hmm. protect me if, if shit goes down, mm-hmm. I'm following them. Mm-hmm. Is there any science towards that or is that just me talking absolutely? Smack. 
No, but but that's actually your fight or flight, as in you're thinking, how can I find a tribe that has the same values as I do? Because then you believe that you're safe. But on a leadership, yeah, on a lead, yeah, exactly, safety. safety. On a leadership perspective, who's the leader? The safest person to be with. The safest person in your eyes. Yes, yes, in your eyes. And that yes. could change depending, depending on, on how you grew up, who you yes. were look who you were looking up to, because not everybody will be saying, I'll follow that guy. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people saying that guy's gonna take us off a cliff. Yeah, and you're like, Yeah, I like that. Yes. <laughs> and ah, that's I never thought about that like that. Yeah, it depends entirely on your on your upbringing. So while I might think, hey, that person's the best leader. And that actually comes down to company cultures a lot. Mm. So that's why the culture in the company is so important because the people share that belief, follow that, whether it be the person leading or the, or the purpose of the company. Right. Mission that's why, statements, that's yeah, why that they're important. As lame as people say they are, they, they actually do make a, a dip. They're, they're, they're kind of like your flag. You know, yeah. it's like this is our country, we're Australia. It's like. This is our mission statement. This is our values. It's like Australia. These are our values. We value community. We value barbecues. Not but it, we're, we're a very country of it's, community. It's how you actually end up then saying, I like this country over that country yeah. or I like this food over You know, there's something in you that your preferences that naturally align mm. to certain things. You don't want to be in a situation where you're constantly having to use willpower and brain energy for simple things. Yeah. So what you what, should just know what's expected. What, what, what the brain what wants. What the brain yeah, what the brain wants to always do is to automate. The brain wants to essentially save all your energy for the actual real fight. The fight of your life. Yes. For survival. So the brain is always on a uh, flight mode. Not not flight mode. What's it called when planes fly by themselves? Idle. Like, yeah, like just chilling in the tr- sky. Yeah. Waiting. The pilot's just sitting there. He's sleeping. He's waiting for the tornado to come to go to to, to go around and to, to to have his energy to handle the right. And you situation. want to be able to have the energy to do that when the time comes. So sometimes, you know, going back to how can leaders be more effective by being calm? It's so that they can then say, "Hey, I didn't pull the trigger too quickly," mm-hmm. and then we've got two, three, four more months of this, mm-hmm. and then what? And that that need to be in a in a, um, a flight mode or whatever it's called when, when your car drives by. So I'm missing the word anyway. Flow. Yeah, you're just flowing. Mm-hmm. You're flowing through. Mm-hmm. You're flowing through your day. The brain um, I've read when you walk into a room, especially when you already know, it doesn't search for. It doesn't look at everything. It only tries to notice the things that are different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that true? That's true. And so. In t- so when you're doing things you've done a lot of times, mm-hmm. it's not it's not stressful on the brain. Mm-hmm. But when you mm-hmm. do new things, mm-hmm. like this week and last week, uh, where everyone's trying to figure out what's going on, and that takes extra brain power. Mm-hmm. And is that right? That's right. That's absolutely right. And so people should be actually maybe working shorter days. Yeah, and and being more effective in what they are trying to achieve, and not just being worried for the sake of being worried because mm-hmm. everyone else is. Mm-hmm. You can feel that. Yeah, don't just that, jump into the media and be like, okay, I should be worried. Exactly. And yeah. and if you think about regulating down in terms of if in order to be effective, we want to find solutions, we want to take breaks, we want to be able to calm down enough so that we can then do it again. Mm-hmm. And then 
over time, hopefully not at that high level Yeah, You've stress. done it once. You've, you've done it time. once and then so things become a little bit more easier or it, it will flow more. It's not – it doesn't feel like you're always constantly going against the it's grain. It's not new to you anymore. Yes. It's kind of like when you're learning to box and it feels really weird and mm-hmm. then after mm-hmm. time it, it your body just kind of does it. This week at Cub, we're learning how to get everyone doing their digital mm. – um, Cloud conversations and boarding yes. conversations and digital networking. And How many sure. people have you had resistant to that? None. They're all very – apparently Good. we're the only degenerates that hate technology. Everyone <laughs> else loves it. It's just me. I've never been a big fan. But the members love it. No, for us it was the team. Cool. I could see every day we were getting really tired and it was because – me especially, I was the most tired. I was probably the most use, useless person at Cub this week. I actually said to the team, I said, this is the first week ever – where if someone was going to be CEO of this company, it wouldn't have been me this week. I actually felt like it would have been Alice, actually. She Aww. really held the fort. She she yeah. had everyone go and it was really a yeah. fantastic thing to see. And and I think that 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 shows a fluid leadership model. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that that person's leader, they're always a leader. Mm-hmm. It's who's the best leader for this current situation. Mm-hmm. And is that mm-hmm. – I think that's special. I that think, is. Yeah. Because everyone then plays a role. Yes. Everyone's and got a purpose. Everybody's everyone's got a purpose. And then I think it also allows you to feel that you can have that break. Yeah. When you have got somebody in your team that can take the lead and same goes for Alice then later on having her break. Because remember, we're all regulating and we don't want to be peaking and losing our edge when we still need it and it's going to be – you know, an ongoing battle. And the, and after this, I feel like life as we know it will just significantly change. It will make people so resilient, mm-hmm. more effective at communicating, better at being by themselves. Yeah, especially our generation. We've I'm never exci- been through I'm shit excited yeah. for, what, for the things to come. Well, I'm a big believer in that everything's a balance. Life's a balance. Right? Mm-hmm. The further we swing down at this mm-hmm. at this point in time, so long as you're staying strong and you're constantly learning, mm-hmm. so long as you're learning and you're building resilience, you're going to swing back up an equal amount. So mm-hmm. the lower we go, the higher yeah. we bow to fly. Yeah. And I'm, I, I, I believe that. And sorry, what did I write down here? Oh, back just in regards to being the CEO and someone else taking over, I think having a team of whom everyone is the CEO of their element of the company mm-hmm. is a fantastic idea because it means that if you ever drop the ball or the baton, mm-hmm. someone's going to bend over, pick that up and keep running. Mm-hmm. So your company is safer mm-hmm. because you have a CEO of every situation yeah. or at least of every vertical in the company. Yeah, and it's actually also then not too difficult to go through times like this when – Everybody's at a different space. Somebody's having a not so good day, mm-hmm. and then but somebody's having a better day. Mm-hmm. So it's really good in terms of that flow we're talking about, in terms of um, rest- restorative and getting back into a calmer space yeah. and being productive. Yeah, we want to be productive and efficient. Good. And um, also, while I've got you here, mm-hmm. I want to know from the psychologist's perspective. You've been at uh, you studied what nine years? You said nine years. Yes. Okay, so I want to channel all that energy, okay. and I want to talk about a topic that everybody's interested in. Okay, shoot. Sex. Okay. Right. What do not you know sex, want to know? Not, not sex in, in in the general thing. Yeah. I want to know why mm-hmm. often uh, men and women are attracted to people of power. What is that? 
What is that or in leadership roles? What is that psychological? What's there? So let's go back to what we were talking about before, safety and protection, core human need. So there is a perception of being with a powerful individual Mm -hmm. means that your life is covered. I'm safer. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to worry about and, and, and I don't mean that necessarily just in a superficial way. No, but I, this person is intelligent. This person mm. is, you know, able to attend to a crisis. I'm safe. Yes. And and the more that we see that in somebody else, the more we want to gravitate towards that. And do you think men and women have different um, different views on what safe Mm-hmm. Is yes. so um, when a man because what I would look at safe is is probably that support that love they're there it's unconditional mm-hmm. you know that that to me would be safe but to a, a partner of of our members or mine mm-hmm. maybe their set version of safe or, or a woman's mm-hmm. uh, version of safe is maybe they're looking for something different is mm-hmm. is that true or is that false or no it's it's true well your version of safe will be your imprinting. Mm-hmm. that has been shown to you when you were growing up, what ah. you got or didn't get. So it's what you're born? Yes. It's, it's so your So your significant evolution other. Evolution plus your family your ex- Yes. So if you grew up in a certain way, you will be looking for characteristics similar to that what of you your care, caregiver because that's familiar. Ah. And so then I've got to find a nice adult, Mexican lady like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then as an adult, what happens is that that gets transferred to your partner. Ah. And it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And that's why psychologists always ask what your relationship is with your mother and, and, that's and why, your father. Really? Mm-hmm. And that's why, well, mine's fantastic. <laughs> but, but, um, but that's why you have a situation where people are called gold diggers and all this type of stuff. They're not gold diggers. They don't want the money. Mm-hmm. They're looking for the security. Mm-hmm. And it's not money that people are attracted to. It's the... It may be the characteristics that's able to produce. To it's it's the personality yes. of the other character. Yes, very interesting. And I know uh, Laura is telling us we have to finish very soon. But Such a shame. I know we I could, could keep, keep going. going. <laughs> we could keep going. Laura, we're staying. Like part two. But let's finish with some final um, tips mm-hmm. on some things that people should definitely be knowing. In regards to this time, and I think it should be with reducing stress mm-hmm. and reducing the stress of those around you, whether that be your loved one or yourself, mm-hmm. your team, and and yourself. Mm-hmm. What are maybe three ways to guarantee reduce stress? Okay, so first of all, cut back on unnecessary worry. So what this is mean? not the time to probably get drunk and do something and, stupid and 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 say something to your partner that you've yeah. been bottling up. This is especially if you're having to be stuck in the same place for periods of time, you might kind of feel like you want to get things off your chest. Don't and do that. Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do that because you're not probably going to really You don't need do that extra justice. stress. No. Yeah. Um, the second thing we're talking about is making sure to reframe how you see this time as not a bad thing. It's a positive. It's we didn't talk about thing. that in this conversation, yes. making things positive, seeing yes. the good things. So seeing this side. more as a, an opportunity to reset, mm-hmm. to learn about yourself, to go and do fun things that you don't have time for, mm-hmm. get back into a routine of sleep, mm-hmm. maybe cooking healthy meals for yourself, doing exercise. Things Start that, praying. 
I started praying. Well, you know, if that's something that will get you in a positive yeah, mindset, it's just, absolutely. It's meditation. You know, yes. I mean, you're not praying, hey, God, here you go. And it's, it's more like just thank you yes. for today. But praying, you, praying is a form of journaling as well, right? Yeah, like, that's what my nana said. Yeah. That's why I started doing it. I can't, I asked it's her, like, dear God, can you yeah. please? And it's like the same as somebody well, that writes. And I found that it was really. In the journal. You're finding things to be grateful for because mm-hmm. you're, you're saying mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was in the car with my nana. I was driving her back from the farm. Oh. I was learning all about Mexico and things that happened there, her family and whatnot. And I said, nana, why do you pray? She prays a rosary every day. She does her thing. And she said, it makes me, it, it reminds me of the things that I'm grateful for and mm. it makes me feel safer. And I thought, that's really cool. I'm going to start praying. And mm. I found that every day, mm-hmm. I do it properly. I go kneel on my mm-hmm. bed and I do mm-hmm. the thing and I turn mm. the thing off and, and I pray and I pray out loud. And I said, thank you. You know, thank you for today. Thank you for my team. Thank you, thank you for things happening. And I'm finding that's having a great effect on myself. So maybe everyone should be praying. They don't have to be religious to pray, just be grateful. No, and they found research have found that for men, much mm-hmm. more effective in terms of the benefits. Yeah, because they don't say shit otherwise. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're here you are now getting things out. Yeah. Whereas women really feel like a waste of keep doing what you're doing, Daniel. You're awesome. doing great. So I do want to interrupt you one more thing. One more way to to minimize stress. Yes. One was po- the, to, focusing on the positives. Mm-hmm. One was not creating any extra drama, which Often people do for no reason. So keep life simple, perhaps. And the third? Stay present. So, what does that mean? So doing things one mindfully. So in a hyper-connected world, we're always doing a million things at once. So don't be eating dinner and thinking about work. Well, I have an even better metaphor for you because then you'll never probably cross-contaminate go. things. Go. Do you ever go and sit in the toilet and have your meal? No. Have Gross. my meal. Well, like eat. dinner, yeah. Why Why not? In the toilet? Yeah. No, that's weird. I would never do that. <laughs> do you do that? <laughs> no, but that's the point of that is that we don't do that because – Oh, you're, okay, you're saying people don't do that. People shouldn't do that. Of course they shouldn't. I didn't but know people how do many, that. How many you have some weird activities so. do, we, do we do c- contaminating each other in terms of – you're watching TV, you're sending an email, you're talking to someone. If I'm not doing four things at a time, I feel like I'm going crazy. Okay. So can you redo so maybe that? Maybe we need to maybe redo like that. redo that and be a little bit more purist. Well, I know a lot of business owners. In engaging owners, some. And a lot of business owners, their minds are trained to literally be on mm-hmm. and hard on, like, <laughs> like really, really um, thinking constantly mm-hmm. and they're thinking about multiple things. What happens if this uh, staff does this? What yeah. happens if this marketing or oh, oh, this happening? And they're always doing – so it's kind of like um, acknowledging that that's happening mm-hmm. and saying, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm just going to eat right now or I'm just going to mm. talk to my partner mm. or I'm just going to write or pray. Or pray. Yeah. So it actually forces you to be present, to be more engaged, to slow down and naturally what will happen is that if there's stress, that will go down. And stop focusing on the bad things in the news. The news is always bad. I would even say try to just get the bare minimum so that you know what's going on yeah. and there is – Yes, the bare minimum. Bare minimum yeah. and then take it from there. 100%. And let's finish on a hugely positive note. 
this is going to be a really rough four months, but business owners and entrepreneurs, we're born to do this. This is where we thrive. We thrive in the difficult times. That's what makes, that's what makes us us. Mm -hmm. And once you get through it, you're going to be so much smarter, so much tougher that when the upswing comes and the government deregulates the fuel business and the, and your market shares are all open because so many companies have unfortunately gone down, it's going to be time to thrive. It's going to be time to thrive. That's and now is also what will separate people in the terms boys of from the, the men. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think that it's exciting times ahead. It is. I think for the members of Cub, we already have got the network, the expertise, the support, and yeah. that's already – we're already miles ahead. Yes. At the end of the day – it's who you surround yourself with. Mm. Having having the right network and having the right support and people around you, the right knowledge around you, is the most proven tactic of all time of of succeeding. For sure, right? in any element, whether it be business or psychology, mm. right? You go to the best school of psychology, mm. you hang out with the best psychologists, you're going to be a lot better psychologists. Same with business owners, mm -hmm. and so this is when we need each other more than ever yes. in the difficult times. Yes. Amazing. Thank and you. And we're going to get through this. 100%. 100%. We're gonna get through. I'm personally making sure everyone's getting through <laughs> this. And obviously, Cub, we're, we're always there for our members, but it's very important, us, uh, important for us to now be there for all business owners uh, across the country. Awesome. Thank you so much for, for today. I loved it. Thank you. This has been fun. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> I forgot we're being filmed. <laughs> Thank you, and I hope you really enjoyed it. And we're going to be doing tons more amazing podcasts with more amazing members um, very, very soon, every day this week, actually, and next. So we'll see you all soon. Thank you all very much. And if Cub can help you in any way possible, please reach out because if we can do so, we will do it. Thank you.